Welcome to A Satisfied Mind. Welcome to this episode. Weekly catch-up. It's been a couple of weeks and uh, it's all been happening. It's There's a lot going on. There has been a lot going on. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, I kind of sometimes wonder whether it's worth doing these these episodes where I just talk about some of the things that have been happening and some lessons learned and some reflections, I wonder whether it's worth it. Um, and, you know, how I determine whether it's worth it is there's two, there's kind of two questions I ask. One is it, is it helpful? Uh, is what I'm doing helpful? Now I don't, I can't judge whether it's helpful for you, but it's it, it's it's the intent. So, is my intention for it to, to to be helpful? And and the answer is yes. You know, this is not just about me talking about what's going on in my life, but I I hope that it helps. And um and and I and I believe it might um, because when I listen to podcasts or people's reflections on their experiences. Uh, there's always something that I can learn from that. So I, you know, I like to practice what it is that I preach and just having some transparency about what it is that I'm doing and the experiences and the lessons that I'm learning, um, hopefully is helpful for you. So that's the first thing I ask is, is it, is, is it helpful? And the second thing I ask is, do I enjoy this or does it feel like an obligation? And I love doing this. I love just reflecting and kind of going back and just taking a moment to pause and go, well, what is what is important and, and what do I want to communicate? And um, that's process in and of itself has been super valuable for me already um, before I even press record on this podcast. So that's a bit of a introduction of sorts, I suppose. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, those of you who have been listening to the last few episodes will, will notice that I'm doing a podcast and a newsletter that accompanies this. And so the two are designed to be experienced uh, side by side. Uh, and if you just listen to the podcast, awesome. Um, you're going to get pretty much everything that's in the newsletter. However, if you like to read uh, and if you need all the notes, if you need some more uh, links and all the you know stuff that I talk about um, in a more kind of permanent accessible form, then go to the newsletter. The link to the newsletter is in the show notes and um yeah, read that. Thanks for those of you who are subscribing too. Uh, I can't see how or who subscribes to the podcast, but I can see who's, who is subscribing to the newsletter. And so um, if you're a reader and a listener and you're new, welcome. Thank you for joining me. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that you're listening. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep this relatively short, which is something I say at the start of every episode and tends not to happen. But Maybe today's the day. Quick little recap of this last couple of weeks. I said it was going to be a couple of weeks uh, as opposed to weekly, and it was. I missed last week. We were supposed to go camping. Uh, booked. <laughs> Not very organized. Let's, I mean, you know, I, I'll, I'll acknowledge that. Haven't been particularly organized when it came to this camping trip. Something Katie wanted to do for her birthday and had talked about it for a long time, but never quite got around to the planning of it until, you know, a few days out. And we thought, okay, we better do that. Wanted to go to Yosemite and apparently you have to book months in advance for campsites there. So that that wasn't looking good. And we didn't have a tent or anything like that. And so we thought, let's just rent a 
camper van. There's a website, there's an app called Outdoorsy on there, found a really sweet, we're going to buy one actually, <laughs> but um, ended up renting a 1991 Westphalia, a Volkswagen Westphalia conversion, sweet camper van. And um, anyway, booked that and, uh, you know, paid a lot of money for it to rent it for 10 days and then uh, started Googling where we might go. And it turns out all of the national parks in California are closed, uh, which is not ideal if you want to go to national parks to camp. So they're closed because of fire risks and it was Labor Day and it was just like the worst time to go camping. So cancelled that booking and here we are. In Monterey, staying with some friends, Trish and Matt, who I'll talk a little bit more about in uh, later on in this podcast, but here we are in Monterey, have been staying here and absolutely loving it, feeling very grateful. And so this episode's really going to be a bit of a gratuitous gratitude fest, and I'm not sorry about that. Uh, I, I think it's, I love sharing things that I'm grateful for, and I love hearing about what it is that others are grateful for. So, um, you know... Not having a, a home base and being away from home and traveling at this time is is really difficult for so many reasons. You know, I chose this lifestyle and experience, although at the time I had no idea how it would play out. Um, I guess nobody had any idea of how things would play out, you know, last year and this year. But, you know, I guess what I really chose was to step into the unknown. Leaving Australia in December of last year to be with Katie here in the US was to be a grand adventure of letting go and embracing uncertainty and following my heart. It's been all of that and so much more. Uh, but the point of this is not to dwell upon like, you know, the challenges, but just to acknowledge the things that are have come out of the challenges and to acknowledge how grateful I am for those things. And these are things that I've taken for granted in the past. And I'll just share a few of them with you. And I talk more about this um, in the newsletter, but three things I'm really grateful for right now. Uh, one is spending time with friends. I mean, I miss socializing. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I had the chance to hang out with some good people, with some friends, actual human being friends in person recently. Uh, we've been staying with the most generous and hospitable couple, Matthew and Trish in Monterey. Uh, I'd only just met them I'd only just met uh, Matthew and Trish, what, a few weeks ago. And we we're out for dinner with another couple. There was three, there were six of us all together. And um, and I met these two and they're just the loveliest people. And, uh, and, and you know, I was talking about, I was talking about going to a baseball game and, and Matt said, hey, I've got a couple of gloves back at home. You know, do you want to throw a ball? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. He's like, well, like, how about now? Like after dinner. <laughs> so we went back to their place through a ball and it's just it's there's there's a lot that I really appreciated about that one was just this connection to play and having fun and just doing something that reminded me of being a kid again um and throwing a baseball you know I, I miss that so that was a really nice little experience and and as it turns out they said look we've got a spare room here if you guys need somewhere to stay stay so we so we did after our time in Santa Cruz. We were going to stay for a few nights before we went away camping. As it turns out, camping didn't happen and here we are a couple of weeks later. And so just this time with friends, we cook together, we eat together, we 
go surfing together. We'll, you know, play card games and code names and all sorts of games. It's just been fun to hang out with people, you know, and, and, I, and I, I miss that and I appreciate that um, and I'm grateful for that and uh, grateful for the hospitality as well. Something else I'm grateful for is visiting special places. Uh, and a friend of mine, Carly, who you may know from a previous podcast episode, I forget which episode it is. Um, let me have a quick look, see if I can find that. Carly has a special connection with this tree called the Lone Cypress, and it's on 17-mile drive in, at Pebble Beach. And um, and this cypress is iconic. Uh, she can't visit. She's in Brisbane and can't travel to visit the Lone Cypress, but I can. I just hopped on my bike and went for a um, went for a went for a bike ride. Ah, oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through past episodes. Episode 14: Life, Death, and Life Again: A Conversation with Carly J. Metcalf. Um, awesome episode. That's been really popular. Go and listen to that to get some insight to how incredible this human being is. But um, I know that, she, you know, I recorded that that podcast episode in her house and there was a painting of uh, the Lone Cypress up on the wall and we were talking about it. She was talking about how special um, and significant that Lone Cypress is for her. I didn't know really what it was at the time and as it turns out, I'm living just a few miles away from it. So I decided to hop on my bike, go for a ride along this incredible 17-mile drive and um, and and. I took some photographs and shared a video, a little selfie video with me saying, hey, look, look where I am. Here I am. This is for you. I hope you enjoy it. Um, just being able to do that and share that experience is something I'm really grateful for. It's a little thing. My sister, my oldest, my older sister, uh, Sharon, she was, you know, we were talking about um, visiting Spain and I potentially will visit Spain soon. And uh, she's like, oh, I have this. I order these sardines that are imported from Spain. I just absolutely love them. And so I thought about, um, you know, sharing that experience with her if I do get the, if I do go to Spain. But in the meantime, I live not too far away from Cannery Row here in Monterey, which was, you know, famous in the, made famous. It wasn't made famous by John Steinbeck, but he wrote about it um, and what life was like in Cannery Row in the 30s and 40s. And, and this is where, you know, sardines were kind of what fished and then and then packaged in cans and cannery row anyway there's a there's a lot of displays historical kind of you know displays there about that so i just simply took a photo of you know sardines and sent that to my sister and she can't visit spain at the moment to eat her favorite sardines where they're from and she can't visit cannery row i'm not sure if she'd want to either but the point is like you know i have the opportunity to do that and to share these things share these experiences with with others who um, who I can't share them with in person is something I'm really grateful for. The grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that. The other thing I'm just going to keep li- sort of limit it, it or keep it to three things, three themes that I'm grateful for at the moment. Uh, little things that are actually the big things. Little things that are actually the big things. Um, is witnessing the beauty and the magic of nature. And this coastline uh, is breathtaking. Monterey Bay, uh, Lovers Point, 
17-mile drive from Santa Cruz to the north, um, Big Sur to the south. I've had the opportunity to, you know, travel and visit these places and spend some time in this environment. And as well as inland, Carmel Valley, went for a walk the other day through there and looking at some native flowers and plants. And it was just, I don't know, it's just beautiful. Um, miss that. Appreciate that. And for those of you in lockdown, I'm so, I'm so, I feel so sorry that you, I feel sorry, you know, that, that you don't get a chance to do that at the moment. Um, and I hope that if, I hope that you appreciate the opportunity to, to get back out into nature when you do and to travel and see these, you know, special places when you do, because that's been my experience. And I find that the more, oh man, the more I um, realize how precious these things are through having lost the ability to, to visit and to be outdoors and to have the freedom to travel, you know, during lockdown when I was in Australia at that time. And even, I mean, look, there's so many restrictions on a lot of people at the moment, but for me, it's been an opportunity to reconnect with how precious and um, fortunate I am to visit those sorts of places. And so, um, nature, uh, <laughs> we went, went swimming uh, at Lover's Point in freezing cold water with a pair of goggles on and just re- reconnected with this entire underwater world and fish, starfish, crabs and kelp. You know, it's just, it was just mind blowing. And then we visited Monterey Bay Aquarium and I was, I was hesitant to go to an aquarium. I don't believe, I think it's, I think it's wrong to, to, you know, to have animals in captivity for, you know, for profit um, or for entertainment purposes. But I, you know, did some research and Monterey Bay Aquarium is, is has a pretty good track record of, you know, as a not-for-profit um, organization. It has a good track record in uh, sustainably sourcing their, uh, you know, their animals for the exhibits and, um, and also, you know, focusing on education, rehabilitation and rescuing animals, um, fish and, you know, so on. So you know, I was happy to go there and, and as it turns out, I was just blown away by some of the exhibits and just re- reminded of how incredible this underwater world is, especially the jellyfish. <laughs> there's a couple of photos on Instagram and there's a little reel that I made of just the way in which these jellyfish move. Um, it's just it's just incredible. And so I'm grateful for that. And the other thing I'm grateful for too, which I, is worth mentioning, is just rituals and routines. And I've been getting up, you know, really early lately and just going for a half-hour walk to this local cafe in Monterey called Stoker. What's it called? Um, Captain and Stoker. It's called Captain and Stoker. I go there to drink coffee and and write early in the morning before everyone else arrives. And and it's the best coffee I've had in California. And it is served on the most beautiful wooden board that's got this resin cover. And and it looks, you know, it's, it's just beautiful. I don't know how it's done, but it's been made to look like a wave and the ocean. And it's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, and it's this simple, simple ritual, which is really helping me stay grounded and helps that the coffee is excellent and the vibe of the place feels really good. Um, but it's more about the ritual for me. And I appreciate the opportunity to have those, to visit those sorts of places, to maintain those rituals and those routines. And, um, 
I, you know, I, I just want to share that just to acknowledge how, um, yeah, just to how, acknowledge how grateful I am amongst some of the challenges, all of the challenges that I, you know, I'm experiencing at the moment without, uh, with not being able to return home to Australia and, and so on. And I, you know, I hope that me sharing this is, um, a catalyst for you to acknowledge some of the things that you can be grateful for as well. Um, because there's plenty when you, when you stop and look. So that's a little bit about what's been happening this last couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, to a weekly schedule of these these updates and so um you know if you're interested keep listening if you're not interested then what are you doing listening to this still um but let me know what you are interested in hearing about i'm happy to go in all sorts of directions and i and i will anyway but if you want to hear more of something less of something else um just let me know that's what i'm here for is to is to share this experience um with you and the more it's relevant uh, for you uh, the better for all of us. So that's a little bit about the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm just going to share some links to some stuff that I've been reading, stuff I've been listening to, stuff that I've been watching, um, because you know that's how I find out about really cool stuff and f- from others. And so I'm going to share some of the stuff that I've been loving, and um, hopefully you'll find something in there that you like as well. Angus and Julia Stone have released a new album. Been absolutely loving that. Um, what else have been listening to? Spotify have this new blend blend feature where you, you you can blend your profile and playlists and the kind of music you like like with somebody else, and it creates this sort of playlist based on songs each of you like and songs you both like together. I believe it's updated daily um, based on your listening preferences. So if you if if you're in a road if you're in a car doing a road trip with somebody, and I've been on, in this situation plenty of times recently, um, and it's like, well, what do you want to listen to? Uh, do you want to listen to one of my playlists, one of your playlists? Um, this really solves that problem, and I think it's awesome uh, to just listen to a blended playlist, and then there's no arguments over, you know, who's got the better playlist. Um, so that's, that's really cool. And the other thing I've just started listening to is a podcast with Ricky Gervais and Sam Harris. Uh, and it is, what's it called? I think it's called, um, damn it. Absolutely mental. I think it's called. And it's just Ricky Gervais asking questions, um, to Sam Harris. And it is in typical Ricky Gervais style. It's dry. It is straight up hilarious. Um, so I'd recommend that as well. If you, you know, interested, just ask some, you know, ask some deep questions about, you know, life and the meaning of life and all that sort of stuff. But it's lighthearted and it's fun. Uh, so I'd recommend that as well. There's a link to all to that in the, I can't even remember the name of it at the moment, but there's a link to it uh, in the newsletter for those of you keen to follow up what have i been reading um i've gone back and reading uh, gone back to read iron john again um which is an old which isn't which is an old kind of archetype um story it's a story about the art a story about men that's essentially what it is and it just tells us tells this classic story of the wild man and the boy and the and the key and the all of the challenges that this you know all these these trials and tribulations and tests this boy goes through in order to be um, to become a man, and it's just really interesting. And I just think that we need some more 
guidance at the moment uh, as as men and as a culture that is suffering um, due to a lack of divine masculine and, and really embodied um, healthy masculinity. We can see that, you know, p- playing out in politics in Australia, throughout the world with conflicts and, and violence and, and, and so many issues that are um, in, in, in one way or another related to um, men and uh, and and masculinity. So I'm I'm rereading that and with a with a in an attempt to just reconcile a lot of a lot of that within myself and and hopefully be the kind of change that it is that uh, I'd like to see in the world that we need to see in the world. So I'm reading that. I'm also uh, I just you know I I did a summary of permission to feel which is that book by Mark Brackett, which is just brilliant. Uh, I typed up a summary of that. If you're interested in, in reading my summary of that, it's just full of all the great quotes that I've underlined. Um, then I'll provide a link to that in the show notes, in the newsletter. I might even do a book review podcast on that one. I know uh, a lot of you are listening to those. The most recent one I did it was How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Perra. Uh, so if you're interested in a podcast book review on permission to feel, let me know. Happy to do it. In the meantime, there is the summary um, link in the newsletter and show notes. Lastly, I want to just reference a couple of things I've been watching. There's this wonderful uh, short video. I think it's about five or six minutes long called what's titled How to Be More Loving. And it's from the School of Life. And the School of Life do these wonderful little educational animated videos. And they're awesome. And they they address some really big topics like how to be more loving. But they do it in a way that is really grounded in some in in proper solid empirical data and science. And it's from a perspective that's not just kind of feel good, feel good platitudes. It's 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 a really interesting perspective. And this one in particular, this video talks about um, as us as adults being effectively children and behaving like children in adult bodies, and seeing others' behaviour as uh, as as that, or or, or at least. Um, you know, likening or or making that connection between how children behave and how we as adults, you know, should know better, um, but often we don't, and our behaviour demonstrates that we that we don't have better um, impulse control or control over how it is that we express ourselves, uh, and often that resulting in in hurt or um, you know, kind of unkind behavior. It's just really helpful to, it's a helpful reminder uh, and reframe to to some of, some of the behavior that you might be struggling with when it comes to others. Uh, and it's really wonderful. It's a really nice frame of reference to, to observe others' behaviors through. And so I would recommend listening, watching that. Uh, it is a few minutes, five minutes long, six minutes long. Again, link to that in the show notes. And Going to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, looking at some incredible marine life had me going back 
to watch My Octopus Teacher again, which is on Netflix and is one of the most beautiful films, documentaries, stories that I've ever seen. And if you are at all interested in the natural world and the world beyond what it is that we as human beings typically are aware of, then this is just going to blow your mind and blow your heart open. And it's just the most beautiful film. So uh, I've gone back to that and highly recommend that you check it out if in fact you haven't seen it. My Octopus Teacher. That's about it. I'm going to wrap it up and uh, keep this one relatively short, under 30 minutes. We've done well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, being a part of this community. You know, we're, we're, we're all doing the best we can under these circumstances. And, and for me, I'm always trying to do the best I can, but also try and help somehow without being so arrogant as to assume that, you know, I know something that, that you don't, that might, that you need to know. I think just, let's just share our experiences, you know, and, and let's, and let's, and let's, especially seeing as we can't do that in person as much as we otherwise would. Um, I, I hope that me sharing some of my experiences and some of the things that I'm learning, acknowledging, uh, and 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 seeing and watching, listening to, you know, me sharing that. I hope that that's all. it's of value to you, and uh, I appreciate you listening. Until next week, have an awesome week. And I'll talk to you real soon.